This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Shouldn't you be at work? It's a lovely chip! Oh, it's a brilliant goal! From Lord Bohinen! Still it's not away. Southgate shot. Milosevic scores. DPR could do with a bit of magic from him. Maybe this is it. It is! Andy Sinton from nothing. Brian Roy has headed for his into lead. Whelan. Oh, what a goal from Noel Whelan. No power on it whatsoever. But Saibi has made a horrendous error. Now, you know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Only oh, Hassan. No. Hello and welcome to Quickly Kevin Will He Score. It's the end of Series 11 quiz. I'm Chris Gold. Joining me, as always, Josh Whittacombe. Hello. Michael Marden's here. Hello. And so are our contestants. Tom Gibbs and Tom Crane. Hi. Hi. Or as Hi. I like to call them, Tom Tom. Oh, no. <laughs> the Tom Tom class. Nice. <laughs> that yeah. works. It does yeah. work. It does yeah. work. I don't, yeah, I don't, it's good yeah, I don't really know how to, how to react to that, but... Um, <laughs> you, just, you can just sit back and admire it. I don't hate it. It's fine. And, uh, nor do I love it. It's, 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 it's nice. It's warm. It's, it, it happened. Mm. Yeah. You, you feel the same way about the Tom Tom sat nerves, don't you, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Fun- functional. I'm not going to get into this, but can you still buy it? No, and still. I bought, no, I bought one last week. Did, did I, you? I bought one last week. Have you got a I've, phone? I've just, yeah, I've just passed my driving test, and I yeah. find the idea of using your phone inelegant. I want Do a you? bespoke machine for it. What? Yeah. That's funny. I threw, out, I threw out a sat nav last week. Ships in the night. I, I guarantee <laughs> you there, there was someone sat in the TomTom offices and it beeped up on the computer they sold another one. <laughs> like, Guys, we don't need to... It's, it's happening again. <laughs> so you, you, you've just learned to drive, Tom. Yeah, I just passed. I, I still don't drive. I still don't drive. So I'm, I think that gives me inspiration. Yeah, mm. well done. Yeah, well, it's good to get a psychological advantage in uh, early. You're in awe of me now. <laughs> so... Michael, what are the teams? Right, so yeah, as is tradition to close out the series, it's the uh, Quickly Kevin 90s football quiz. So this series, Josh, you're going to be joined by comedian and friend of the show, Tom Crane. And uh, Chris, you'll be joined by journalist and friend of the show, Tom Gibbs. Now, seeing as we've got two Toms, as established, uh, Tom Crane, we're going to refer to you as Crane. And Tom Gibbs, you'll be referred to simply as Tom. Now, before we start, I should add the usual disclaimer. Uh, There's going to be a fair few factual inaccuracies. Please don't email or tweet me. It's just a bit of fun, guys. And yes, some of the questions might stray outside of the 90s, and that's okay. We're all friends here. Okay, you're playing mostly for bragging rights, but as an added bonus, the winners will get to pick which song plays out at the end of the series. So are you all ready? Yes. Yes. Okay, let's quiz. But I'll tell you, you can tell him now if you're watching it, we're still fighting for this title. And and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Round one. This round is called Big Man, Little Man. And as a tribute to great striking partnerships of the 90s, Chris and Tom and Josh and Crane will be required to work together to form a formidable quiz partnership. I will ask a series of questions where the answer is a number. The team closest to the correct answer will win the point. However, seeing as we're doing this remotely and the teams aren't able to confer, this is how it will work. Each player will write down their answer on a piece of paper. When prompted, they will reveal their guess. I will then add both the numbers from each team together and divide by two to get the average. That will then be the answer for the team. Any questions? No, I love this. It it basically always comes down to the one person of the four that's got it most, like 
most badly wrong, isn't it? And, and has ruined their, ruined their average. So here is your first question. And all the questions this round are about former guests on Quickly Kevin. Question number one. According to Wikipedia, 90s legend Lee Sharp played 345 league games in his career, which began in 1987 at Torquay and ended in 2004 at Garforth Town via spells at Manchester United, Leeds, Sampdoria, Bradford... Portsmouth, Exeter, and Grindavik. Can you tell me how many league goals the creator of the Sharp Shuffle scored during his career? How many league goals? I should say this is according to Wikipedia, so if it's wrong, don't blame me. It's tough, that. I tell you. I don't see Lee Sharp as someone who's particularly prolific. Oh, my word. But the, the thing you've got to factor in is he's dropping down the leagues there and he's going to be much better than everyone else. Yeah. He didn't fill his boots at Garforth Town. Like... <laughs> he's not in peak fitness when he gets to Garforth, is he? No. And we know he had a bad time in Iceland because we interviewed him and he said that, so he's not scored many there. Are we putting too much on his Garforth Town period? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So we'll start with you, Josh. How many goals do you think Lee Sharp scored in league goals in his career? 55. Ooh. Crane? Uh, I, mine's 44. Oh, not too bad. Ooh, Similar. Yeah. So our average is 49, is, is it? 49.5. One of those tricks, Michael, where we, uh, no matter what numbers we choose, you divide it up and it always comes up with seven or something like that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> blow our minds. So your average as a team is 49.5. Happy with that, Josh. Chris? What's your guess, please? 45. Oh, we're all in the same areas. 45. Tom? I've downgraded from 75 to 65. 65. Bloody hell. Well, no, that's all right. Your average is 55. So everyone's, that's all right. No. Yeah. Everyone's in the same area. Okay, so Chris and Tom, your average is 55. I can tell you, according to Wikipedia, the number of goals Lee Sharp scored in his career is 40. Oh! Oh! So that is a point for Josh and Crane. Not very prolific at all. No, no, you overestimate wingers, don't you? Yeah. How did he do at Gar? How did he do at Garforth Town? Have you got that information there? <laughs> did it say how many goals? No, genuinely, how many did he score? Uh, he scored six, six in twenty-one games. So that is very oh, prolific. Th- that is very prolific. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, question number two. This question is all about everyone's favourite striker turned defender turned home hammerer, Dion Dublin. Oh, yes. Paul Warhurst. Oh. <laughs> this one is, is a little massive. I'd love it if you. he was on Homes Under the Hammer. If they unveiled Paul... That would be great. If they, it? If they start purely special. by people that played centre-back and centre-forward. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this one's a little math sum for you about the Meister's playing career. So pen and paper at the ready. Here is the equation. I want you to take the number of minutes Dion played on his England debut against Chile in February 1998. So that's the number of minutes he played on his England debut. I want you to then subtract the number of goals he scored at international level. Yeah. I want you to then add the number of goals he scored when he won the joint golden boot in the 97-98 season. So that's the number of new goals he scored. I wrote the interview last week. We're add, adding that, yeah. So you're adding number of goals he scored, league goals he scored when he won the joint golden boot in 97-98. And then finally, I want you to divide that number oh you have there God. by the total number of England caps he got in his career. Are we allowed to ask if he started against Chile? Yeah, why not? Did he start against Chile? <laughs> <laughs> He did start against Chile, yes. He did start, okay. Oh, well, that okay. dramatically oh. changes my that's, Yeah, that's a huge difference. Just run me through the, the formula again. You take the minutes yep. he played, so, you add t- that total, to the... Total number of minutes he played for his England yeah. debut, subtract the number of goals he scored at international level, yeah. add the number of goals that he scored as Golden Boot, joint Golden Boot winner in 97-98, and then finally divide that by the total number of England caps in his career. Okay, I've done it. So, You've all got a number? Mm-hmm. I'm really, really okay. struggling to do the maths here. Yeah, I'm getting. My well, I'll be honest. Out. I rounded up his minutes so that it became immediately. A, uh, yeah, it became divisible by the number below it. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get. Absolutely. <laughs> I've just got my phone out to put my calculator on, and it's got a stopwatch running, which tells me it's 115 hours since I put some pasta on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone happy? 
Yeah. We'll start with uh, Chris and Tom Gibbs this time. So, Chris, show me your workings and then give me your number, please. 70 minutes on his England debut. I don't think he scored any international goals, but then he got 18 league goals and six caps, 14.666667 recurring. Are we happy for the purposes of a maths to round up on this question? Yeah, Yeah, round it up to 15. Uh, Tom Gibbs, your answer, please. Right, 60 minutes... Oh, this is uh, the ramblings of a broken man here. 60 minutes on his England debut. Minus one international goal, 59. Plus 25 uh, for the goals he scored. Divided by four England caps. 21 is my answer. Chris and Tom Gibbs, your average answer is 18. Josh and Crane. Let's start, let's start with you, Josh. Workings and your final number, please. 62 minutes I went with because it made it easier to do the maths because he I think he scored naughting international goals and 18 in the Premier League divided by four caps is 20 and then Crane your workings and number please well uh, Tom Gibbs and I had sort of have similar lines Gilly I've gone 60 minutes yeah. then minus one for the goal which I'm doing all of this on my calculator then plus 18 goals in the Prem uh, and then divided by I think he probably got five caps so that's 15.4 so i don't know let's round that down to 15 i guess that would be the sort of gentlemanly thing to do wouldn't it yeah so your answer as a team is 17.5 very tight it's quite close very tight cluster of answers so far so i'm going to run you through the actual answers so the total number of minutes that dion played on his england debut against chile was 90 minutes. Oh, Ooh. no. We've had a shocker, Crane. We've had an absolute yeah, shocker. Yeah, yeah. I initially had six minutes until you told us he'd started the game. I assumed he was like, uh, that completely changed everything. Oh, he stayed on. You saying that he started, I assume he were on. Okay, yeah. Subtract the number of goals he scored at international level. The number of zero. goals was zero. Number of goals he scored for the joint golden boot. The correct answer was 18. Oh. So that's 108 so far. And then finally divide that by the total number of England caps, which was four. So the correct answer was 27. So Chris and Tom get the point. Chris and Tom get the point there. Great. 1-0. I really enjoyed that, Michael. I'm imagining you, Michael, as like um, a teacher who's trying to make GCSE maths fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sat at home going, what are kids like? Oh, yeah, Dion Dunn. That'll be the thing. (laughs) Do you want to hear an interesting fact? Uh, whilst researching this quiz and this question about Dion Dublin, I, I came across sort of unrelated but very fascinating fact I thought about uh, his time at Cambridge. So in the 89-90 season, when Cambridge went up from the old fourth to the old third division, the teams that went up were Cambridge, Grimsby, Southend and Exeter. The next season, the teams promoted from the old third division to the old second division were Cambridge, Grimsby, Southend... Sadly, not Exeter, but Tramir. So three of the four achieved that back-to-back that promotions. That's crazy. Ah, that's insane. That's incredible. Mm. That's mad. Wow. That is mad. Exeter also were the champions. So they were the yeah, best were team this season yeah. before. Any guesses on where they finished that season? They didn't go down. 11th. I don't think. Did they? they finished 16th. Yeah. Hmm. Was that Division 3 then? That's the old Division 3 back then, yeah. Do you, do you think there were a lot of kind of earnest think pieces about Division 3 in crisis? Like, what does this say about the standard of Division 3 that these upstarts have all just sailed through it? Question number three of this round. When he left the club to sign for Real Madrid on a high-profile Bosman transfer in July 1999, Steve McManaman was in third place for all-time number of assists for a Liverpool player, just behind John Barnes and Kenny Dalglish. He has since been eclipsed and lost his place on the podium to Steven Gerrard. But... How many assists does Steve McManaman have for the club in total? And a little clue, he got an assist on average once every 2.5 games. So how many assists does Steve McManaman have for Liverpool in total? Let's start with Tom Gibbs this time, please. Uh, I've gone for 95 assists. Chris, what's your number uh, of assists, please? So I reckon... I reckon uh, 80. Your team answer is the average of 87.5 total assists in his career. Uh, Josh, what's your number, please? 110. 110. Tom Crane, what's your number? 96. 
Wow, such a close spread. This the highest quality Ooh. quizzing we've ever experienced. <laughs> or we've all got it badly wrong. Levels. Okay, so your team's average answer is 103. Ooh, interesting. I can tell you the correct number of assists in Steve McManaman's Liverpool career was 142. Oh, nice. bad quizzing from everyone. Yeah. Well, you got the point, though, Josh. Yeah, two one up. High, That's so. what I'm pleased about. Yeah, nice. They all count. Okay, question number four. Journalist Tom Gibbs made his maiden appearance on Quickly Kevin this series, <laughs> discussing the iconic Premier League launch photo as he attempted to track down every player in the picture for an article in The Telegraph. Tom has worked at The Telegraph for 12 years. Is that correct, Tom? Mm, yes, it is. So I want you to tell me, on his LinkedIn page, how many connections <laughs> does he have as of this morning oh, when no, I wrote no. this question? I've never been on LinkedIn. Shit, I don't know what a good number... No one tell me, but I don't know what a good number of connections is. you just got to take okay. a stab at it. Oh, man. <laughs> do you, Tom, do you know? Uh, well, I've got, a, I've got a sense of... Uh, I, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I think anything say I say could Keep be, could yeah. be uh, yeah, an advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping this is an advantage for our team, Chris. Okay. If your okay. team don't get this, two people on LinkedIn, one I've of whom is LinkedIn account, guess. versus me and... Crane. Who've, who I've don't never been know. on LinkedIn. To no. my mind, like it could be normal for people to have a billion connections. <laughs> I don't, like, <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what a connection is. God, if you two don't get this point, it is scandalous. Okay, everyone, everyone got an answer? Yeah. Yeah. Tom, as it's your LinkedIn profile, what's your number, please? Uh it's not it's not a high number. I'm gonna say twenty-two. Oh shit. Chris. Oh, no, we, we've lost your Well, <laughs> my theory was that it's notable. You've asked this question because it's a really no number, so I've just gone with nothing. <laughs> oh. oh no! Like one of those, I mean, you know, like, like a pop star on Twitter who pointedly <laughs> yeah, doesn't, doesn't follow anyone. Follow any- yeah, yeah. <laughs> only, only be that's, a leader in business. <laughs> that, that says so much about the way you uh, you view Michael, though, Chris. That you assume he must have asked, asked it because the number's low. There's no, what, <laughs> yeah, there's no yeah. way this could be a compliment. It has to be. <laughs> it has to be a slam. Yeah. Michael's negging me. Your average team answer is 22. Josh, what's your answer? 103. 103. Tom? 400, 420. God, if we get this point, I'll be delighted. Are you making a marijuana reference with that, Tom? <laughs> well, not that I'm aware of it. But okay. That, that but, sort of yeah, thing I will mean... not fly on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Josh... And Crane, your average team answer is 261.5. Come on now. I can tell you, as of this morning, the correct answer is 34. Yes! Sensational. The the zero was a genius move, Chris, because it (laughs) meant that you basically invalidated having any skin in the game and just went with my guess. So that's a a high-level tactical play. Is that good then, 33? Are you pleased with that? <laughs> nah. I've, I've, I'm pointedly not using it very much, apart from when I'm really desperate to try and talk to a sort of reserve coach somewhere and have to, have to resort to it as a way to get in contact with people. Question number five, final question this round. Comedian and friend of the show, Tom Crane, was famously the lead choir boy at Bath Abbey in his youth. But can you tell me, in which year was the construction of Bath Abbey completed? <laughs> Oh, we'll start with Josh, please. Sixteen twenty-four. I'm going to go for seventeen eighty-five. How I'm going to work this out is I'm going to add the total number of years that your team is out by, and whoever's got the lowest number is okay. Gets the point. Okay, uh, Chris, what's your answer, please? Seventeen thirty. Tom Gibbs, your answer, please. Uh, and even sixteen hundred. That's early. That's early. That is, uh, it feels early. Okay, so the correct answer. According to Wikipedia, the construction of Bath Abbey was completed in 1611. Oh, yeah! Both Josh and Tom Gibbs were very close there. But I can tell you, Chris and Tom Gibbs get the point. They were the closest collectively. 130 years out collectively, whereas uh, Josh and Crane, you were 187 years out. 174 of those were cranes. All to play for, though, all to play for. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, 
there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Do you know... At Bath Abbey, I once sung for Paul Bowden. Wow! <laughs> Tell us this. Wait, so, as in, um, what, like, just to he... be clear, it wasn't it wasn't just him. <laughs> <laughs> he loved my voice, and he rented the place. A bit weird. Um, no, he, as in, he yeah. was there, not as in like because, like to help him out. People when he missed that penalty for Wales, they didn't say that we should have did a mat. They did a mass for him. Yeah. <laughs> It was sort of, we were put, putting good energies out into the world for Paul Bowden, just hoping he heard them. Uh, no, he used to basically come and speak at our end of school assemblies and sort of talk about, you know, when things go don't go right in life, you, you, you know, focus. And before you know it, you could be uh, managing Bath and the screw fix, um, which is what was happening then. But, um, yeah, he, he came to Bath Abbey and I, I sang a song and um, I don't remember what his, whether he liked it or what not. Did, but you, I know did you sing, why did you miss that penalty? <laughs> Bowden must be relieved that, that Wales has had a resurgence because now no one talks about, oh, the one time they nearly qualified for a World Cup. Like, they've done it now. I hope Bowden's at peace. <laughs> what, what, dead? <laughs> oh, weird. Things Back are... in Bath Abbey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, this round is called 90s Football Starter for One. You'll face a series of general knowledge starter questions about 90s football. The first person to buzz in with the correct answer will receive one point. That team will then be able to exclusively answer three bonus questions on 90s football for an additional one point each. At this point, you may confer with your teammate on answers for the bonus questions. However, if any member of your team buzz in and incorrectly guess the starter question, you will be deducted one point and the question will be thrown over to the opposing team to answer. Okay, fingers on buzzers. Here is your first starter question. Which stadium hosted the 1992 European Cup final between Sampdoria and Barcelona? Tom. Tom Gibbs? Wembley Stadium? Oh, it was. Correct. Your bonus questions, and you can confer on these, are on 90s Golden Boot winners. Dion Dublin was joint winner of the 97-98 Golden Boot with 18 goals. Who were the other two players who shared it with him? I know this. It's Chris Sutton and Michael Owen. Well done, Chris. That is correct. Bonus question two. Who was the first winner of the Premier League Golden Boot Award? Oh, I... Is it? uh, Can I say a name and it's not my final answer? It's not binding? You can discuss it between yourselves and I will. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Possibly Sheringham? I mean, Shearer is the obvious shout, isn't it? Sheringham. Should we say Shearer? 
Because it will be so annoying if it I is. I don't know, Shearer. he's at Southampton, isn't he? Then? No, he's not into Blackburn. Okay. Not at the season of Blackburn. Let's, let, go on, you decide. Wait a minute. Blackburn weren't in the Premier League in 92 93. He was at Southampton. Mm. Should we yeah, say Sheringham? Yeah, go say. But he's never scored that many goals. <sighs> go, go on, go Sheringham. Go Sheringham. We'll, we'll, we'll slightly reluctantly go it's Teddy not... Sheringham. Oh, go on. Yeah. Oh. Michael, it's not like if you're not going to rush them, I'm going to okay. come on. Go on, go Sheringham, okay. go Sheringham. Final answer. Yeah. Sheringham? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The correct answer is Teddy Sheringham. Oh! 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 Well done. Well done, Tom. Final bonus question. What is the highest number of league goals scored by a winner of the Premier League Golden Boot in the 90s? A record shared by Andy Cole in 94 and Shearer in 95, and they were both 42-game seasons. So the highest number of league goals scored by a winner of the Golden Boot in the 90s. Low 30s, Chris. Pick a number. Uh, 25. I mean, low 30s was the... (laughs) Sorry, what? Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I had 25 locked in my head and I just ignored what you said. If it's going to be 25 now, I'm going to be livid. I'm, I'm, ask, I'm asking you, I'll, I'll do half the work by saying low 30s and you, you um, decide on a number that's in the low 30s. You think it's low 30s? Surely it's not going to... It can't be more than 30. Do you think? We'll go no. 30. That's low 30s. Th- oh, I'm going thir- to go 30. Okay, final answer, 30. The correct yeah. answer was 34. Mm. Oh, wow, man. That's crazy. 34 goals in a 42-game season. That's Turned cool. you into a kind of 60s stoner for a moment. <laughs> what a man. Oh, that is man. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Colours are so vivid. <laughs> okay. Next, next starter question. When Tamuri Ketsbaya infamously went berserk oh, no. and kicked the advertising hoardings after scoring for Newcastle... One of the hoardings he kicked was McDonald's, but what was the other? Oh, man, alive. What a question. I'm not buzzing on. Do you want me to have a guess, Tom? I think I... Go on. Was it John Smith's? Incorrect. <sighs> so do we get a guilt-free guess here, Michael? You get a guilt-free guess, yes. It's not going to cost us a point. What do you think a big brand of the 90s would be, Craig? Well, I mean, I would think either Gola or High Tech. Oh, yeah, good call. Let's go High Tech. Incorrect. The correct answer was Adidas. Oh, oh well, we were in the right area. We were in the right well, area, but we were in the right area, to, and if that, that's got to be admired in a way, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the real point. I was so confident, Chris, you were going to get that wrong. By the way, I just I, I wasn't even going to get. I was reliant on you getting that wrong as our yeah. way in. There's no way you should buzz in on that. To buzz in on that question <laughs> and lose a point is an incredible decision. Okay. Oh. Next starter question. Fingers on buzzers. Diana Ross famously missed the penalty in the opening ceremony of the USA 94 World Cup. But which 1980 pop classic was the former Supreme belting out at the time? Josh. Go on. Chain reaction. Incorrect. Oh, sorry. So Chris and Tom Gibbs, you get a free shot at this. I'm I'm fairly confident it's... Is it I'm coming? You know the song I'm coming. I'm conferring here, Tom. Isn't it? I'm coming up. I'm pretty sure it's I'm, I'm coming, coming out. Coming out. Coming out. I'm co- I'm coming up. It's a very different song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a sixty she, stone of Chris again. <laughs> she just heard about Andy Cole's goal scoring record. It's happening far up. too early. <laughs> yeah, what's your right, Tom? I, I yeah, go you, for it. Yeah, go for it. I'm, is it, is it called I'm Coming Out? Is that the name I'm of the song? I'm Coming Out, yeah. I'm Coming Out. The correct answer is I'm Coming Out. Oh, yeah. oh Chris. Oh. Absolutely mullered here. Sorry, Craig. Okay. No, not at all, no. Your bonus questions are on the Cup Winners' Cup. Bonus question number one. Three English teams won the tournament in the 90s. Can you name them? So Arsenal, Chelsea. Yeah, definitely those two. And United. Was that in the nineties? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. The, that was an yeah, early yeah, one for yeah. them, wasn't it? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Arsenal, Chelsea, and United. Correct. Great answer. Great memories. Bonus question number two: Which team have won the trophy the most times? I don't think many teams won it a lot. No. Chelsea won it more than once, right? They won the last one, and they won one in the nineties. Did Barcelona win it a lot? I've been to the Camp Nou Museum, and I swear they've. 
got a lot of that. Yeah. You don't forget seeing lots of Cup Winners' Cups. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've got... I'd just be guessing. Barcelona's good. Time. Barcelona's good. Yeah, Barcelona. The correct answer was Barcelona. Oh, Chris Skull. Absolutely on fire. This is embarrassing. Yeah, that, that day yeah. trip to the Camp Nou all those years ago was worth it. I've done that trip. I don't even remember any of the Cup, cup Winners' Cups. Okay. Third and final bonus question. Which Italian team were the last ever winners in 1999? Oh. That was that was the Sven year, wasn't it? Was it Lazio? Yeah. Go with Lazio. Yeah, yeah Tom's confident. Lazio. The correct answer was Lazio. Oh, yes. my word. This is an wow. absolute trouncing. Okay. <laughs> Fingers on buzzers. Next starter question. What was the name of the Premier League branded cereal launched by Kellogg's in the 90s? Tom. Oh, Tom. no. Strike. It was shit. Correct. This <laughs> is insane. Oh, okay. man alive. That was, was going to be my nomination for the um, the board Tamori gets by a kicked. Thinking it was like when George Michael <laughs> yeah. crashed into Snappy Snaps oh. and someone wrote Wham. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your bonus questions are on Euro 92. Scotland and which other team were the two debutants at the tournament, having never played in it previously? Surely it must have been the CIS. Oh, well, that's interesting. That's a, that's a... yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, they, they didn't exist. I, I thought exist it might be Denmark. I think well, in the back when they in eighty was eighty six was the their famous oh. kit is eighty six, isn't it? Oh yeah. But okay. the CIS only existed for that tournament, so I think it it has to be. I'm, I'm guessing Michael hasn't. Yeah, let's go CIS. Well, I, I, Skull is probably guessing correctly. <laughs> That you haven't spotted this. <laughs> that I haven't spotted that, but also nor is the Wikipedia page that I pulled this from. <laughs> so the answer I have here, which I'm going to have to stick with, is the host Sweden. Dead. Oh. oh. But yes, there probably is some kind of technical, political, <laughs> geographical anomaly. But I'm washing my hands to, of this one. Look forward one. to reading about Mike, this on the forum. <laughs> Michael refuses to admit by '92 that the Soviet Union had come crashing down. <laughs> Okay, bonus question number two. Despite winning the tournament, Denmark only had two of the 11 players selected in the UEFA team of the tournament. Can you name them both? Wow. One of them. Laudrup and Schmeichel, possibly? Yeah. Yeah. Schmeichel. Yeah. 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 Are you joking, yeah. Skull? You're, you're well, down well, to Schmeichel. Wasn't John no, no, yeah, yeah. I think he's locked in, isn't he? <coughs> <laughs> Who else is it going to be? Yeah. John, John Jensen's the only one that I'm thinking probably brilliant in that tournament but surely Schmeichel we go yeah. with Laudrup yeah okay the correct answer was Peter Schmeichel and Brian yeah. Laudrup oh my yes. word it's glorious to watch final bonus question Denmark beat current World Cup holders Germany 2-0 in the final but who did they beat in the semis who came out of England's group France possibly yeah there's only two groups isn't there there's only two groups in the group stage yep it was Sweden and France, I think. Take your pick. Yeah, France. The correct answer was Holland or the ne oh. Netherlands, who were also oh. the current Euro holders at the time. So they beat the Euro and World Cup holders oh. to win that tournament. Oh, yeah. Okay, that is the end of that round. A oh. very impressive showing for, for Tom really Gibson and Chris there. It's all right. It's not my, It's your fault as much as mine and my fault as much yeah. as yours, Tom. Okay, time now for round three. This is a familiar favourite, starting eleven. Here's how it works. In this round, I'll give you a classic football match from the 90s. Each team will then take it in turn to name a player from either side who appeared in that game. If at any point you name a player who did not appear during the match, you are eliminated, and that includes both used and unused substitutes. In tribute to our first guest of Series 11, and one of the nicest men in football, Mr. Peter Reid, the game in question is his first game in charge of Man City as caretaker manager. Oh, no. On Saturday, 24th of November, 1990. Oh, uh, Josh, this is a problem for me. This is an issue. It's slightly too... I won't lie. <laughs> we, that's, that is the one year we did not want to hear. I, I needed something from 94 onwards. <laughs> it was a 2-2 two, two draw with oh, Liverpool. Chris, would you like to kick things off? Uh, 
Ian Rush. Correct. Grobbler. Correct. Tom Gibbs. I'm going to say Ian Brightwell. Correct. Tom Crane. Go Dean Saunders. No, no. Oh, out. Incorrect. That's Tom not. Crane, you are eliminated. Sorry, Josh. Chris, your turn. Um, John Barnes. Correct. Josh. Peter Beardsley. Correct. Rob Jones. Incorrect. Sorry, Chris. I think Alan Hansen is still knocking about oh. here. Hansen. Incorrect. Oh, no! oh! So do I need this oh, to win? So names I yeah, this, this is for the win, Josh. Oh, it's so difficult because you can think of Liverpool players, but you've just got no idea if they're in the team. Tony Coton. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Incorrect. Oh. Oh. Are we all no. back in? There you go. No, just Chris and Josh are back in because they were alive for that round. Well, the other one I was to say, Molby, Yan. <laughs> Very formal. The Danish In case you think I was bold. talking about any other member of the Molby family. <laughs> he came on as a sub, so oh, unfortunately that doesn't on. count. Oh, back to God. you, Josh, for the win. Steve McMahon. Correct. Oh. Hey! We needed that. We needed that. Saunders, what a choice that was for me. For go one. Terrible. So Josh and Crane get the points there. Uh, quick run through the lineups. So Man City was Dibble, Brightwell, Poynton, Peter Reid, obvious uh, choice there. Uh, Colin Hendry, uh, uh, Redmond, White, Heath, Quinn, Megson, and Ward. Liverpool was Grobbler, Heisen, Burrows, Abler, Whelan, Gillespie, Beardsley, Houghton, Rush, Barnes, and McMahon. Time for round four. This is a round I like to call squad game. Here's how it works. In front of me are the full squad lists of every team from World Cup France 98. Great. I'm going to pick a nation, and then you will each take it in turns to pick a number between 1 and 22. I will then give you the domestic club the player with that squad number played for at the time of the tournament. Brilliant. All you have to do is tell me which nation I am reading the squad for. Okay? So after your pick, you'll have the option to guess the national team. If you get it right, your team wins the points. But if you guess incorrectly, you can no longer guess on that squad. And the game will continue with the remaining players until someone correctly guesses or you're all eliminated. Now this is a quick fire round. Going to be really harsh on the buzzer. You have to say whether you're going to guess or not very quickly. Okay? Josh... We're going to start with you. Can you give me a number between 1 and 22 for the first of the France 98 squads, please? One. Number one. Okay, the team is Tottenham Hotspur. Would you like to guess? Yes or no? The goalie is Spurs. France 98. Yeah, I'd like to guess. Oh! Yeah. Would I? Is it the USA? Ah! Incorrect. Oh. You are eliminated. Oh. Wow. Okay. Chris, oh, give me a number no. between 1 and 22. Gibbs knows it's a gone. long journey to Gibbs. Nine. Nine. The team for squad number nine, squad number number nine, is Chelsea. What? Uh, I'm not going to... I don't think I can guess. I just don't... I don't think I can guess. Okay, Crane, number between 1 and 22. There isn't 1 or 9. 10. 10. Number 10, okay. The club for number 10 is Hertha Berlin. Crane, just as a piece of advice, Tom Gibbs definitely knows who this country is. Yeah. So you Can might I just as well something? go all in. <laughs> do, the, do the numbers respo- refer to... These are squ- squad numbers. Squad they numbers. are squad numbers, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. so he's like, one is a goalie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um... Hertha Berlin, number 10. Number 9, uh, Chelsea. Yeah. So, uh, at this, this period in history, the assumption is that positionally they're fairly conventional. There might be some anomalies, but you'd assume 9 and 10 are the two strikers. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually going to risk it and pass. Okay. Tom Gibbs? 22, please. Oh, 22. 22! Showboating. The club... Is Rosenborg. 
It was Norway. That's I'm not I'm that confident, though. Because the Torrenjo flow. Yeah, oh. number nine, Torrenjo flow. Who's the goalie? Barton. Frode Frode Grodas. Frode Grodas. Oh, Frode Grodas. Do you play for Spurs? I don't remember Norway at France 98 at all. They're in Scotland's group. Would Egil Olsen have been the manager? Yeah. Okay. Squad number two. We're going to start with you this time, Chris. Please pick a number between one and 22. It worked for me last time, so I'm going to go number one again. Okay, number one. The club is Deportivo La Coruña. Yeah, I'm not going to guess. Let's go for nine. Number nine. The club is Zurich of Switzerland. Shit. Mm. Shit. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, I had a strong thought after Skull, but maybe I'm... Okay, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. <gasps> uh, I'm going to go for... I'm not even sure they're in the competition. I'm going to go for Turkey. Incorrect. No, yeah. Number seven, please. Number seven. The <laughs> club for number seven was Real Betis. I'm going to guess, please. I'd like yep. to say Spain. Incorrect. Oh. Oh. Josh? Ten. Number ten. The club was Fenerbahce. Or Fenerbahce. Oh, man alive. So we've got Zurich, two Spanish teams. And no, I'm not going to. I'm not Moving buying on. it. Okay. Yeah. So back to you, Chris. It's just Chris and Josh left now. Try and sniff this out with. Um, do we have? We had number six. How's that going to sniff it out? I mean, we're all interested. What number? <laughs> I, I'm, sus- I'm suspicious. It's. A, I've got a nation in mind, but no, okay. no, a player in mind, and I don't so know. You're going for number six. Number. Yeah. Inter Milan. You going to guess? Yes or no? No. Okay. Back to you, Josh. I think I know this now. Okay. Yeah. Would I you, think would I might you, as well. Would you like to pick a number? Yeah, uh, five. Uh, five is also uh, Fenerbahce. Oh, no, I don't know it then. Just a warning, though, Josh. Uh, Chris is trying to sniff this out at the moment. So. <laughs> 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 Seems to involve us just saying a number and hearing it and guessing. Yeah. But, uh, uh, gonna I'm going to gonna have to press yeah, you. I'm not going to go for it. I'm, I'm going to do okay. one more before oh. I sniff it out. Back to you, Chris. Uh, we had number... Um, oh, I, I can guess if you want. 11. We had a number 11. Number 11. Uh, okay, number 11 is Rhoda, Rhoda JC. Yeah, I'm going to guess, eh? Yeah. Tom, shall I guess? Yeah, go for it. Um, I'm going to say the Netherlands. Incorrect. Uh, I'm going to go with number four. Uh, number four is also into Milan. Oh, Wow. That should really help, shouldn't it? But it doesn't. I'm going to go with um, Switzerland. The correct answer was Nigeria. Oh, oh that's what I had. There, yeah, look, look. Oh, Tarivo West. I had Nigeria. Oh, Tarivo West. That's what I thought it was. So, I thought I thought it was Schwarzer, the Inter Milan player at number six. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tarivo West. Canu uh, was number four. Canu. Okay, that's the end of that round. Time now for a quick little round of Who Am I? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When the seagulls follow the trawler, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. In this round, I'll give you a series of clues about an iconic 90s figure. If at any point you think you know who that person is, you can buzz in and guess. If you guess correctly after the first clue, you will receive five points. If you guess correctly after the second clue, you'll receive four points and so on and so forth. However, if you buzz in and guess incorrectly at any stage, you will be eliminated and remaining players can continue with the clues. Fingers on buzzers, here is your first clue. Clue number one. I was born on the 20th of May, 1952, and was a high school jump champion in my teenage years before getting my big break in football Josh. with a move. Josh. Uh, Michael Dubry. No. 1952. Oh, no. 1952. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we did the, the long, did the long Michael Dubry video. But he was like... <laughs> it, it, imagine my dad going to school with Michael Dubry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, surprisingly, Not many people know that Michael Dubry was actually in the original line, line of the Beatles. <laughs> Michael Dubry just just turned seventy. <laughs> it's because we covered him being a long jump champion in this series. Okay, unsurprisingly, the answer is not Michael Dubry. <laughs> I will finish the question for the other players. Okay, I was born on the 20th of May 1952 and was a high school high jump champion in my teenage years before getting my big break in football with a move from my home country to the French club Valenciennes. Apologies for the pronunciation there. I'm going to guess. Oh, Although no. if I get this wrong, we're then out. Yeah. Actually, no, no. no. Oh, wait a second. Let me, Don't let me guess. Too young for that. Okay. Clue number two. Actually, I'm not, I'm not going to guess. I'm not going to guess. Clue number two. I spent, I spent the majority of my nomadic playing career in France, including spells at Monaco, Bastia, Saint-Étienne, Montpellier. Guess, but, guess. Yeah, I'm going to guess now. I'm going to go Arsene Wenger. Incorrect. No, he didn't, he didn't play at Monaco, though. He played too low for that. But I thought he did. I think he did actually have some kind of athletic high jump. Let's not hit him. You're wrong. <laughs> let's, let's just give some context so the listeners don't feel it's too ridiculous again. I think he was good at jumping by all accounts. Okay. <laughs> I spent the majority of my nomadic playing career in France, including spells at Monaco, Bastia, Saint-Étienne, Montpellier, but it was at international level where I really found my fame. Oh, bollocks, I know who it is. Okay, any guesses? Clue number three. I was capped a total of 77 times, scoring 43 goals, twice winning African Player of the Year, and I was a FIFA World Cup bronze boot winner. I think I've... Is it worth yeah. a guess? Um, I'm going to say Roger Miller. Yeah, definitely. Correct. Yes! Oh, shit. I knew that if I went on Dewberry early doors. <laughs> would, you say, would, you say, would you say that Michael Dewberry and Arsene Wenger are the two worst guesses that have ever been given any Twitter? <laughs> and also couldn't, couldn't be more... <laughs> couldn't so be wrong for more the different people. reasons. One a non-playing manager, the other it's a young... It's not Wenger, isn't it? It's, it's, it's got to be Dubri or Wenger. Which, which, but the question is, which one? Is it Michael Dubri or is it Arsene Wenger? Right, time now for the final rounds of the quiz. Yes, it's 90s football mastermind. First in the spotlight is Tom Gibbs, who has chosen Premier League kits 1992 to 1997. Great question as his yeah, mastermind right. subject. Now, disclaimer, I have no idea what the difficulty level of these questions is because uh, they're easy when you're looking at the answer, but I'm just reading it back now and I think one of them is very slightly outside of your remit, your category remit, so apologies about that. I can't rewrite it on the fly. Okay, Tom, are you ready? Yes. Your time starts now. 
Who were Middlesbrough's shirt sponsor when they signed Ravinelli? Selnet. Correct. During the first Premier League season in 92-93, which club's kit was manufactured by ASICS? Blackburn. Correct. Who was Manchester United's kit sponsor on the infamous grey kit disaster against Southampton in 95-96? Sharp View Cam. Correct. Oh. Who, was, who, was, who was West Ham's kit sponsor for the 97-98 season? I think that might be a trick question and there was no sponsor. Correct. What was unique about Arsenal's away kit in the 94-95 season? Pass. Uh, question number six. In 95-96, Everton had two different shirt sponsors. Who or what were they? Danker and NEC. Correct. Oh, incredible stuff. Between the years 92 and 97, which kit manufacturer made the most number of Premier League kits? Umbro. Correct. Umbro made 11 of the 22 kits in the first Premier League season. Which brand were in second place with four? Was it Admiral? Correct. Oh, still going. Can you name two of those four clubs? This is your final question. Middlesbrough and Leeds United. Incorrect. It was Leeds, Southampton, Wimbledon and West Ham. Oh, livid. West Ham? We weren't in the inaugural Premier League season. I don't think it's going to affect the final final result. You scored a very impressive seven points. Very good. Oof. Very good indeed. Okay. What was unique about the Arsenal away kit in 94-95? Uh, it was the first time they'd used blue as an away kit previously. Mm. They'd always been yellow apart from one green. Next up, Tom Crane. You're in the I want to say that I, I, I regret my, my choice of uh, subject ahead of this. <laughs> It's, it's too it's too broad I've, I've really I've absolutely screwed up you're in the hot seat and your mastermind subject is overseas transfers of the 90s and to clarify that's players from overseas brought to the Premier League in the 90s and yes it's very broad yeah 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 okay I have not revised okay let's give it a go you ready your time starts yep. now from which Portuguese team did Ipswich sign Bulgarian Boncho Gunchev in 1992? Oh, oh. oh no. Uh, Porto. Incorrect. It's sporting. From which team did Manchester United sign Jesper Blonkfist in 1992? Uh, Jesper Blonkfist. Uh, uh, let's go for um, Gottenberg. Uh, incorrect. It's Palmer. Sheffield Wednesday signed this Eastern European right back from Italian club Genoa in 94 after he starred at World Cup USA 94. Who was he? I'm going to pass on that. Henningberg signed for Manchester United for 6.75 million in 97 from Blackburn, but from which Norwegian team did Blackburn sign him four years earlier? God, this is tough. Let's go Rosenberg. Are they Norwegian? Uh, Lillestrom. The same year... The same year United signed Berg. This is humiliating. The same year United signed Berg. I wouldn't have got any... Yeah. Sorry, the, the same year United signed Berg, they signed one other player from a Norwegian club who went on to become a championship manager legend. Who is that player? Uh, oh, oh, Neverland. Correct. From, yes! from which South African team did Leeds sign Lucas Radaby in the 90s? Uh, let's go Kaiser Chiefs. That's the only one I know. Correct. Oh, come on. Zola, Ravinelli, Di Matteo are all legendary Italian players who made the move to English clubs in the 90s. But who was the first ever Italian to play in the Premier League? I don't know. I'll guess. I'll just, I, I, no, I don't know. Andreas Salenzi. Oh, that is who I was going to say. That's really annoying. During the 90s, only one player from Estonia played in the Premier League. Can you name him? No, I can't. Uh, it's Mart Poom. Oh. Which German striker signed for Spurs from Monaco in 1994? Um, Come on, Greg. Come on, Greg. <laughs> I'm having an absolute nightmare. Perfectly, my mind in an absolute is in panic at the moment. Um, <laughs> German, German striker, played for Spurs. Uh, okay, the correct how answer. Am I not getting this? God. The correct answer was Jurgen Klinsmann. <laughs> oh my god! And finally, what was the transfer fee Tottenham paid? Go for uh, 2.5 million. It was two million. Not bad. Oh. At the end of that round, Crane, no, that was horrendous. You scored two points I'm so sorry I was genuinely thinking Salenzi but I thought that was too late so I didn't say it but in retrospect you got a guess haven't you oh well Josh you're next in the hot seat 
your chosen mastermind subject is Liverpool in the 90s. In the 1990-91 season, which two Liverpool players scored joint top league goals for the club with 16 each? Ian Rush. Yep. And Peter Beardsley. Incorrect. John Barnes. Who were Liverpool's kit sponsors for that season? Candy. Correct. What was Liverpool's highest Premier League finish of the decade? They won it in 1990. Premier League finish of the decade. Oh, Premier League finish, sorry. Second? Third. Who was their top scorer with 36 goals in all competitions that season? Robbie Fowler. Correct. What was their lowest Premier League finish in the 90s? Sixth. It was eighth. Who was their manager for that season? Sunas. Roy Evans. Oh, how many domestic league or cups did Liverpool win in the 90s? So they won the league in 1990. We're not counting the Charity Shield, I presume. No. They won the uh, FA Cup in 92. And then they won the League Cup in 94. Three. Correct. Who did they beat in that League Cup final? Bolton. Correct. Who was their record transfer signing of the 90s? Stan Collymore. Correct. And finally, who was the chairman of the club for almost all of the 90s? David Moores. Correct. He scored a very impressive 6 out of 10. Quite pleased with that. Yeah, flew through it. Okay, final round of the quiz. And Chris, you are in the hot seat. Your chosen mastermind subject is Hamilton Ricard. (laughs) (laughs) This is because I wanted Neil Hamilton... And um, we agreed that wouldn't be appropriate. So the next well, if you'd have gone Neil Hamilton, Ricard. I was going to make the question so difficult for making me research him. <laughs> you, you would have got zero <laughs> out of ten. Okay, are you ready? Have you researched this, Scarf? Yeah. One thing to let's just see if this comes up. One of the answers to the question I think will be one point eight four meters. Let's see. <laughs> you might have to convert that. Question number one. <laughs> In what year was Hamilton Ricard born? 1974. Correct. According to his Wikipedia page... 22 how- years after Michael Dubrick. <laughs> <laughs> According to his Wikipedia page, how tall is he? <laughs> 1.84 metres. In oh, feet and is, inches. Uh, oh, God. Is it six, and a half, six foot and a half inch? Correct. Wow. From which Colombian team did Middlesbrough sign him? Deportivo Cali. Correct. How oh much was God. how much was the transfer fee? Two million pounds. Correct. Which manager signed him? Brian Robson. Correct. How many times did he represent Colombia at international level? Oh God, uh, twenty-seven times. Correct. How oh many goals did he score for his country? Five. Correct. Against which South African team did he score his first international goal? I knew this would come up. Uh, Against what? Sorry, African team. South American team did he score his first international goal? Uh, um, Chile? Incorrect. It's Uruguay. What is his star sign? (laughs) I don't don't know his star sign. Aries? Capricorn. And finally... Uh. How many different countries did he play in over the course of his career? Ten. Correct. Wow. Well done. So an All impressive eight <laughs> out of ten. I think we might have hit upon something with our choice of subjects, Chris. You, you needing <laughs> one Wikipedia page. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah one, one small Wikipedia page is the way to do it rather than every foreign player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, I didn't, I didn't realise that people had revised and prepped either, so I, I also chose I an unbelievable broad thing. There's one thing about the uh, Hamilton Ricards Wikipedia page that I thought might come up, was that when he signed for Middlesbrough, they, he signed on a napkin? Like, how does that work? Oh. It says there on his Wikipedia page that he signed on a napkin because the club didn't bring any documentation. Oh, so yeah. what, they just giving him a napkin going, we well, signed for us to sign this napkin? That's not a legal document, is it? No, no. Well, that, that, that was so obviously a thing that you'd remember. That was, yeah, there was no, no way I was asking yeah, that as a question. No, yeah, yeah, for yeah. future reference then, just to, to wait the next time we're doing this, how 
niche can I go? Can my subject next time just be Ravenelli's hair colour? What's, what's the sort of option here? <laughs> I'd say there's really more to that than there is on Hamilton Rickard as a whole. Okay, so the scores are in. I can reveal that Josh and Tom Crane, you scored a total of 15 points. But the winners by a fair distance this series are Chris and Tom Gibbs with an impressive 32 points. Wow. Wow, fair play. Incredible. Congratulations, Chris. Yeah, that was good. That was good quizzing. uh, Okay, so would you guys like to decide which song plays out the show and the series 11? Are we allowed to confer or do we both just have to hope we pick the same one? Well, I was just having a look and see what was number one in uh, January 1952 when Michael Dubry was being born. <laughs> I was being <laughs> born. <laughs> Longing for You by Theresa Brewer. I don't know what that is. Banger. <laughs> Old Mar Dubry on the Labour Ward. <laughs> She's brought all her favourite gramophone records in. <laughs> Well, that's it for the quiz, and that's it for Series 11. Big thank you to all our guests. Peter Reed, Lee Sharp, Jeff Norcott, James Brown, Dion Dublin, Maisie Adams, Steve McManno, Martin Tyler, and Tom Gibbs, and Tom Crane. And Tom Crane's amazing podcast, My Favourite Takeaway, is out now. Anything good coming up in the Telegraph, Gibbs? Uh, well, I'm off to Qatar, so um, I'm sure oh. there'll be lots of hilarious sideways glances at um, that country and all of its um, hilarious practices. Uh, so uh, tune in. <laughs> Look forward to that. <laughs> well, that's it for Series 11. But as Tom mentioned just then, the World Cup is coming. There'll be three episodes per week over on the Quickly Kevin Fan Club. To get access to those and all the bonus content we've ever done, you can sign up at anotherslice.com forward slash Quickly Kevin. But like I say, the World Cup in Qatar is coming three episodes a week so we'll be back until the World Cup it's Stuart Slater see you later longing 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 for you longing longing lonely and blue daytime nighttime what can I do I just keep on longing for you Love me forever, and I put my faith in your vow. So why don't you make an endeavor to come and be with me right now? Love.
This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.